Hello, Assalamualaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And I'm back because there are a few things that people must be wondering. That why haven't I talked about it? In fact, I'm not the only one. I think people are now going to talk about it today, like me. Although this was a verdict that came about, um, you know, th- almost three weeks ago as such. Um, this is a verdict that was given by the very well-known biased judge of Islamabad High Court. The, the judge that the whole world knows that he did not follow the law, that abused his power, that abused his authority and the fact that he was put there um, against all merits. He is not a judge that is supposed to be put in his position if you look at his qualifications or his merits. The fact that he was put there specifically to destroy Imran Khan's fair trial and to make sure that Imran Khan does not get any fair trial, any opportunity or any appeals that is known to the whole world. And yet how brazen of him to continue to do his job as a veritable dog of the US minions who themselves are again dogs of the US. So we have dogs of dogs of dogs of dogs of the US working in Pakistan with such loyalty. If only they could show that loyalty to their own country, you know, but then that is what is most dangerous about having dogs. So these animals, these dogs, these sellouts, these bitches, of the American establishment. They have one job, and that is to ensure that Pakistan does not remain a sovereign state because the British created Pakistan as a buffer state for India, and they always promised India that India would have control over Pakistan and Pakistan would stay as an autonomous state. But Qaeda Azam foiled their plans, and they, knowing that Qaeda Azam would foil their plans and that he had the power to change history even more than he already had. They had planted the army. So our army as an institution, as I've said before, is basically right from day one, it was set up by the British and they had one task and one task only to ensure that Pakistan never gains its sovereignty, that Pakistan never gains power, Pakistan never gains neutrality. Right, and that is what they have been doing. Their first job to maintain this, to ensure this, was to kill the founders of Pakistan one by one, which they did. They killed Qaeda Azam, they killed his sister, then they killed Liaquat Ali Khan. And then when Bhutto began to, you know, show uh, his strength, and when he began to raise his head, he was killed. Notice how each and every time the army was the main culprit. The army was the perpetrator, very obviously so. No hidden agenda here. Very openly, the army killed every single one of these people, one way or the other. And Bhutto, even though he was killed by unfair use of the law, and as I predicted before, Imran Khan, they would want to kill Imran Khan in exactly the same way as they killed Bhutto, using a judge, using the law. And the fact that our constitution has been ripped to shreds by the very people who were supposed to ensure that our constitution remains sacred. Those people, those institutions are very openly
showing their alliances. They're very openly showing with their sides. They're very openly telling you that they are not with you, that they have been put there to make sure that your country does not exist, except as a buffer state, and that they're doing their job, and that the time, the fruition has come. The fruition of 70 years of struggle has finally come, and it almost is at their hands now. This is why there's all pretenses are shed, okay? All pretenses are shed. They're doing it out in the open. They're committing treason against our country out in the open. The same people who are supposed to protect our country, the same people who are, whose duty and whose job it is, and who we are paying them to maintain the sovereignty of our state, those very people are very openly committing treason against the state. And now this judge, Amr Farooq, who is, he has already been condemned by the whole world as a biased judge. He's not a fair judge. Everybody knows he's a planted judge. Everybody knows he's been paid to ensure that Imran Khan does not get out and that Imran Khan does not get a fair trial and that Imran Khan's rights are impeded. And he did every single one of them very diligently. 120 appeals. 120 appeals by Imran Khan's lawyers and every single one of them are judged and headed by him alone even if it is a three bench or even if it is a single judge or even if it's a two bench at the end of the day he is in all of it so he has taken full control every single case of Imran Khan that comes through Islamabad High Court is taken by him deliberately no other judge is allowed to see that case no other judge is allowed to look at that case. No other judge is allowed to sit on that case. And this very judge has once again done his deed when he writes a verdict of death on a bogus trial, a trial that even the Supreme Court has rendered bogus. The High Court has suddenly gained power and authority over the Supreme Court that the High Court is actually given the authority to overturn the opinions and the judgments and the verdicts of the Supreme Court, that the Supreme Court has challenged this case. The Supreme Court has challenged the verity of this case. And yet the High Court is running with this case and has even decided to give a verdict. And now the two other judges who were sitting with him suddenly, although I don't know why all of a sudden they decided to put a vote of no confidence against him when they themselves added terms into the same decision, into the same verdict, in which they were saying that bail should not be granted to any such person, meaning to Imran Khan. That bail should not be granted to any such person who has been issued a verdict of a death sentence. And that they are expecting to give a similar verdict to Shami with Qureshi. Now, so traitors are branding patriots as traitors and killing them, giving them death sentences. And this is why I've always said Pakistan does not have a future. Because every single thing that I've predicted about the people of this country and this country has always come true. And so this is another prediction of mine. If you look into all my previous episodes, this is another prediction of mine that has come true. And I've said it before that they will try to kill Imran Khan using the law in exactly the same way as they did with Putto. 
and look at our people. Our people are still waiting for God knows what. I don't know what miracle they're waiting for. Our people are looking for peaceful protests and our people are just, you know, saying, oh, the elections will happen. Hello. In order for you to vote for Imran Khan, he needs to be alive till the elections. Do you not realize that? You're thinking that you're coming out and screaming that in the elections you will still vote for Imran Khan. You think that that's going to, what, overturn the case? That's going to overturn the verdict? No. I've said it before. If you are a Gharatmand nation, if you're a nation that has shame and dignity, if you are truly a Muslim nation, you would be up in arms right now. You would be out in the streets. You would be shooting these people dead. You would be killing them one by one. You would be attacking every single justice, every single judge of the Islamabad High Court. You would be attacking every single person you see of the law enforcement. We would be having a bloody revolution, an actual bloody revolution. But no, people are still, you know, going around saying that, oh, we'll do, they're, they're making political moves. Imagine that the public is making political moves. This is not the time for political moves. This is the time for a full-on, old-fashioned, bloody revolution. But because you've never fought for a country, your country was given to you on a platter. That's why you don't know how to fight. And also, because most of the people who really did work for this country don't even live here. This country has been populated now by the spawns of the British bootlickers, you know, of the traitors. All these people who are in the army, in the law enforcement, in the establishment, in the government, in the bureaucracy, these are all descendants of those bootlickers. These feudal lords and the people from the lower class, it doesn't matter which class they're from, but if you trace their backgrounds, they're those people who never did anything for this country. But they're those people who came running to this country the minute this country was created in order to take from this country whatever they could, and they're still taking. And those of us who are descendants of those people who literally left everything for this country, we are a small minority. This is the only way you can explain why people have not yet killed these people, why the public of Pakistan is still tolerating whatever is happening. I would call it tolerating. I know that you would, you would actually contradict me. You would argue that no, people are out in the streets. No, but this is, again, I would say, this is not the kind of people out in the streets. People should be out in the streets the way they were when Imran Khan led them. They should be out in the streets the way they were getting out when he was arrested. They should be out in the streets the way we were going out in the streets when Hong Kong was also going out in the streets. And we should take it a notch higher. Again, we should start killing them. We should start killing them all. We should start entering the parliament and killing all the parliamentarians. We should start entering the courts and killing the judges. We should start setting police stations on fire. We should start setting the army house on fire. We should start setting GHQ on fire. We should go and we should just kill them all. It's not like, you know, they're, they're going to be killing their own people anyway. I mean, what do you think? You think that this attack on the army uh, recently, two to three days ago, you think that in Miawali, you think that this is 
this was uh, again another terrorist incident no this was your own army superior officers killing those army people who have refused to listen to them for all you know because that's what they've been doing since they've come since they've come they've been killing all those people who belonged to the faction that is pro pakistan remember there are two factions within the army those factions have always been having a cold war with each other for a very long time but this time the war has erupted full fledged all those people from within the army they are suddenly getting killed either through court martial or through terrorist incidents i'm so, i'm sorry but to me it's all the same to me what i see is that they're being killed because the superior army officers who are committing treason cannot afford for people within their institution to rise up against them so whenever there's a rise up whenever there is a mutiny in the coming then people in the army get offed very conveniently you have terrorist incidents and okay let's accept that these are real terrorist incidents doesn't that mean that our army is incompetent doesn't that mean that our army and our caretaker government are doing nothing doesn't that mean that they have left the terrorists to their own devices this is this is something people really need to think about and the overseas pakistanis i think they need to stop protesting out of pakistan and they need to come into pakistan i think they need to send powerful delegations into pakistan and set things right because the pakistanis here they're useless they're absolutely useless so the overseas pakistanis need to start playing an even more active more aggressive role here because the american government is hellbent on having this war and it has to have pakistan in its grip in order to continue this war that is waging against palestine that is going to move on to make into a full-fledged world war in order for america to do that it needs pakistan's army at its behest and so it needs pakistan under its control we need to get pakistan out of its control and that is not possible right now with just the people that we have in pakistan this will have to be a major aggressive collective effort by everyone both in and out of pakistan and the fact that the judges are literally abusing the law so openly not just in this case but in all the other cases like in the cases regarding the military courts again the supreme court had said that the article 143 does not even exist anymore and cannot be reopened so there cannot be military courts for civilian trials anymore that was in a state of an emergency and that was temporary and it's all done and out with and it cannot be used in today's terms and yet again you have judges listening to and and the judge that actually made this decision the the judge that actually gave this verdict he is now sitting in the bench of judges that are going to listen to the appeal made against this decision i mean what is wrong with you people you are so openly 
you are so openly making a joke out of the legal system of Pakistan. I mean, it isn't enough that you have thrown the constitution out the window and you've thrown the law out the window and now you're actually sitting and very openly abusing it and making a joke out of it in front of the very people whose taxes you have been stealing. And again, I would say the fault is the people's. The fault is the people's. That's all I can say. And I think Pakistan deserves whatever happens to it because the people still refuse to have a bloody revolution. I'm sorry, but there is no other way. Okay? There's no other way. Okay? You've got the fucking devil here. There is only one way to treat the devil. You have to kill it. This is me signing out. Khuda Hafiz.